You're listening to The Bunker New York, live on Red Bull Radio. Hello, you're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. Uh, we've been here in Los Angeles all week, and this is our final show of the week. And we're here with special guest M. Geddes Jangris, um, who could not be here live, but we've got him on the phone, and we have uh, an exclusive set for him coming up next. So uh, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, I guess we've. I've been talking to a lot of people about why um, most people. We have some artists who are from Los Angeles, but you're not. You're not originally from Los Angeles, correct? Uh, not originally, but I've been there twelve years now, so I'm getting there. Yeah. So uh, why settle here? What brought you here? Uh, you know, I mean, I really initially just kind of fell in love with the place itself, and uh, you know, the climate and the culture and the food, and you know, sort of all the normal things. I wasn't really. I mean, I knew there was a music scene in L.A., but I didn't really know too many specifics. When I moved in 2005, I knew about the smell and a couple other things, but uh, it was uh, it was just more of a place that I really wanted to live, and I figured, you know, a city like this, whatever I want has got to be there somewhere. I'll just have to dig around and find it. And uh, it didn't really take very long. So, I mean, I think that's, uh, you know, it's a... There's a lot going on, and I think especially at that time, there's a lot of really great sort of like DIY music scene stuff going on in LA, and great shows, you know, multiple nights a week, and it was a you know it was a really fun time to move there. How long did it take you to really settle in? And I guess what were maybe some key early, I don't know, uh, co-conspirators or whatnot that got you involved in the scene here? Because you seem like really. Uh, very much a part of it now in so many different ways. Yeah, well, I think I got really lucky. I mean, some of the first people that I met in L.A. were uh, Grant Capes and Tim Goodwillie and Justin McIntyre, who ran the Echo Curio for years, which was sort of, you know, I think starting in around 2006 was really kind of the hub for a lot of the sort of interesting experimental music that was going on in L.A. that maybe didn't fit into the sort of pre-existing scenes like at Il Corral or at The Smell, which were more sort of like noise or punk based kind of and the curio was sort of an improv spot in a lot of ways which was very cool and so that was really huge meeting them and then uh, i mean i think yeah i met them like the first first or second week i lived in la so pretty much right away and then also you know getting into the like uh not enough fun scene and you know seeing Rob door and meeting brit and amanda and getting in touch with that and sort of like finding this whole kind of network of people who'd been there for a while before me and kind of doing all this stuff yeah did you release on not not fun you did right yeah i mean a couple uh, never as a solo artist but i played in a lot of those bands and then you know other bands that i played in did releases like uh antique brothers which was a thing i did with my younger brother and uh Low Light Situations, which was a sort of jazz combo that I was in very briefly. We did uh, some tapes on Not Not Fun. And is that how you connected with ITAL as well? Because I know you guys are pretty close and still... Uh, yeah, yeah. I met Daniel uh, through Rogue Door. Britt had actually uh, seen him do a solo performance when he was doing Sex Worker. Um, it was probably like 2009, 2010, I would say. And uh, we went on tour with him and... Uh, Lena, who does Psychic Reality, um, 
and that was the first time I had met him, but we were sort of like fast friends after that. So you're currently out east? Uh, is that just, just briefly, or you've been out there for a while? Been here on and off recently and sort of making my way back to LA in the winter. So um, bouncing around a little bit. I was just in Europe doing some shows there and did a little touring around here. So been kind of uh, bouncing around for a few months now, actually. But uh, yeah. So aside from touring, what are you, what, what current projects are you working on? Well, I have a record that I finished earlier in the year that's going to be coming out um, at some point, I think relatively soon. Uh, it's a double CD uh, called Light Pipe, and I'm really excited about that. It's sort of more on the ambient side. And uh, what else? I have a personable LP coming on Holodeck Records, which I'm excited to work with them again. They're, you know, old old buddies, uh, and um, a couple other personal things that I probably can't talk about, but yeah, exciting potential releases. So. Yeah, so for folks that don't know, uh, can you tell us a little bit about this, uh, your alter ego, the personable project? Yeah, I mean, I think starting in probably like 2007, um, as I was getting sort of more deeply into, you know, working with synthesizers kind of all the time started experimenting with trying to make dance music, which I had like very little understanding of at that point, um, <laughs> which uh, I don't know, I think was kind of the way to, that's a good way to start. And uh, um, But I've been sort of doing it on and off since then. And it's kind of, I guess in the past, maybe like three, three or four years, it started to get a little more serious and um, done a couple records on Peak Oil. I did one on Black Opal and uh, it's all modular synthesizer based, uh, all recorded live and sort of, you know, I, I basically record the same way I do the live sets and it's, uh, you know, um, I guess fairly raw, but not really noisy, just sort of stripped down and simple, um, you know, melodic dance electronic music i guess i would say i don't want to use like the t word yeah okay we'll the t -word. i think i mean it's it's interesting and when you're saying this i don't even i'm not sure why but we we've had you play at the bunker at least two maybe three times and we've never done that project we always do um here you know well, no, for the uh, the fourth of july um oh that was the, that was personal that, yeah okay yeah yeah that was a personal so although maybe we didn't bill it as such I, I think at that point i was still like sort of i wasn't really being as hard about hard and fast about kind of like what i did what when and what was under which name but i realized at a certain point i was like i think i should kind of you know keep all the sort of rhythmic dance oriented stuff kind of in one corner uh so that it can kind of you know be existing on its own and not necessarily just or you know immediately connected to the other work that i'm doing right so have you found yourself playing because of that project playing maybe in new environments you haven't before like at festivals and clubs and things of this nature or is it still pretty you're you're more in a i don't know what to call it like more of a punk rock kind of diy environment right i mean i think uh i've sort of tried to I you know, I won't really do a personable set unless I think it's sort of a, a environment that is um, conducive to it. And so, yeah, definitely, uh, especially even in L.A., you know, where I feel like I played in all these kind of different places and different sorts of places, you know, everything from DIY, you know, basements and, uh, you know, to museums and, you know, beautiful theaters and stuff. And but uh, definitely the LA sort of the nascent LA rave scene of the past couple of years has uh, 
really picked up and uh, all of a sudden there's kind of a whole new set of parties to play at, a new sort of, you know, I think the first couple ones that I did in LA were at a Perpetual Dawn events, which is Miguel uh, Kid 606's party. And those are sort of notoriously like crazy. <laughs> I'm like really like, you know, playing it, playing it like four or five. I think the first one I played, I played at four or five a.m. and it was outside in Chinatown. I don't, you know, loud as as you could ever want it to be. And uh, I think I was playing to the most fried out audience I'd ever <laughs> sort of looked out on in my life. And, I didn't even realize he was here and throwing parties and things. That's that's interesting. Yeah, you know, he slowed down, but he was going pretty hard for a couple of years. There was a bunch of them, and they were. They were always really wild. I mean, I played two or three of them, and I played two of them, and I went to a few more. And you know, he had a lot of great sort of a lot of the great local talent, like artists that I really enjoy in LA, were playing those, and so that you know, that's fun. And um, uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's a cool vibe. Like, I think he uh, it definitely was sort of a different audience than I normally see at your sort of average hip LA techno event, you know? So that's always interesting. A little more like old school ravey, definitely a little fried behind the eyes. Uh, yeah, I mean, that dude goes way, way back, so that makes sense. Mm -hmm. That would be a vibe he goes for. So before we wrap up, why don't you tell us a little bit about the uh, set you've sent us? I don't know how much you want to talk about it versus just play it. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I can talk a little bit. It's sort of a, it's an interesting time for me for playing live music, because I just, I sort of wrapped a set that I've been playing for about a, pretty much a whole year. Um, every show I played for the past year had been the same set. It was some material that I'd written that's on the upcoming record. And I feel like, you know, and this is also the first time I'd ever done anything like this, where prior to that, every time I played a show, it was kind of like a new idea, it was sort of a new permutation on an old idea. But I got really dialed into this one set and, uh, found all these sort of, you know, really beautiful corners and areas in it. But uh, um, I just recently destroyed it. And <laughs> <laughs> so I've been kind of having fun playing a little looser. And, um, you know, I think I took something and really like twisted and kind of in as much as I could perfected it over a long period of time. And now I'm trying to sort of do the opposite and kind of really like play around with sounds and find things that sort of interest me, weird techniques and um, so it's maybe a little more out there than anybody who's seen me in the last year might expect, but, uh, but yeah, I think it's, it's a little more, I guess, uh, it's a little more playful, I think, which is sort of the, the mood I've been in recently, I guess. Cool. Uh, well, we can't wait to hear it and, uh, thanks for joining us and sending the set. Um, you're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio live from Los Angeles. And we're going to get into this live set from M. Gettys Dangerous.
Thank you.
Hello, you're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. We've been listening to a special live set from M. Gettys Jangris, and uh, that is going to wrap up our week here in L.A. It's been great being here, and uh, for those of you actually in L.A., we've got a party happening tomorrow night, Saturday, uh, thrown by Into the Woods. Look for their Facebook page and RSVP for the details. Uh, Thanks for listening all week. You're listening to The Bunker New York on Red Bull Radio. Thank you.